Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This evening's LSE public lecture will start in just a few minutes. I'm sure you'll all be aware from the news about the uh, appeals that have taken place for Haiti. Uh, as you'll see when you come in, uh, the LSE stewards on behalf of LSE are collecting for the Haiti appeal. Any money donated this evening will be banked with the DEC, the Disasters Emergency Committee, tomorrow. And for the next two weeks, LSE public lectures will have collections taking place at the start and at the end of the event. So please do give whatever you can. So far in the last two lectures, we've managed to raise £369, which was banked today. Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, good evening, everybody. Um, welcome to this LSC public lecture organized by the Department of Media and Communications. It's my great pleasure to introduce our speaker, Professor Paolo Mancini. He's a professor in the Department of Institutions and Society Faculty of Political Sciences at the University of Perugia, but is currently a Monte dei Paschi visiting fellow at St. Anthony's College, Oxford. Professor Mancini has published uh, extensively on political communication, and especially on the relationship between politics and communication. His work is well known and cited around the world especially his book with Dan Holling, uh, Comparing Media Systems. We could not possibly have a more qualified speaker on our topic today, the relationship between media and politics in contemporary Italy. The title of Professor Mancini's lecture today is Beyond the Ber Berlusconi Common Sense, a new model of politics for the 21st century. Professor Mancini will speak for around 40 minutes or so, and then we will take questions from the audience. Professor Mancini, the floor is yours. Uh, thanks a lot. Uh, I will stand, even because I have to use my PowerPoint from here. Uh, thanks a lot for this opportunity. They told me that I have to do this, of this work. Uh, thanks for this opportunity again. Uh, my presentation, I, I have to confess, this is not the first time that I give similar presentation. Uh, and uh, uh, I already know in some way uh, which would be the reactions of, uh, of the audience. Uh, the presentation will be very controversial in some way. And also, I have to advise you, if there are teenagers in the room, better they leave the room, because there will be something uh, hard in some way. Uh, why the, the title of this, uh, of, this, uh, of this presentation, Beyond the Berlusconi Common Sense, a new model of politics for the 21st century? Uh, the title comes from the fact that whenever uh, I am abroad and uh, I am asked to talk about Berlusconi, I understand that there is uh, what I call a common sense about Berlusconi. That is uh, some sort of a, uh, reductionist uh, view of Berlusconi to, uh, to common sense. Uh, what is the common sense of Berlusconi I want to struggle and I want to argue against? Uh, the common sense is that Berlusconi has been able to, 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 win, to win Italian elections and uh, to rule the country because, first of all, he's a media model. Uh, 
And of course, this is true. It's a media model. It's the owner of uh, the, the biggest uh, uh, private conglomerate, uh, uh, television conglomerate in Italy. And uh, this, of course, is an important uh, element of uh, uh, the Berlusconi uh, political adventure. The second common sense is corruption and mafia. Uh, that is, Berlusconi is linked to mafia, is a, a corruptor, is involved with uh, uh, a lot of uh, <coughs> process on corruption and so on. True, absolutely true. Nothing to say against, but in a way, it's, uh, it's a sort of common sense. It's not enough to explain what Berlusconi means in Italy, but as I, I will I, I will try to tell you uh, what Berlusconi means, not just for Italy, but for many other Western countries. Whether uh, uh, common sense, uh, it's, uh, Berlusconi is uh, an exotic person, of course. Uh, and everybody likes to talk about easy topics. Uh, everybody likes to talk about exotism. Uh, what is strange? How strange? How strange figure is Berlusconi? How strange he is uh, if compared with other politicians all around the Western world and all around the world. He's a strange person. He's a strange person. He's an exotic person. A completely different from the other politician. Common sense, true, but not enough to explain what Berlusconi represents in the political arena. Stereotypes of Italian cultures. Uh, this is not an easy uh, topic for me as Italian, of course, uh, but I have to admit that Berlusconi represents a lot of uh, the most diffuse stereotypes about the Italian, about Italian culture, about the Italian, uh, about the Italian society, about Italian people, and essentially about Italian men. Uh, true, again, absolutely true, but not enough uh, to explain uh, what Berlusconi means for Italy and for other countries uh, as, as well. So, uh, since uh, starting from this common sense, I wish I, I shall try to place the political adventure of Berlusconi within uh, specific contingencies, but also deeply rooted factors. That means, if you want to understand, again, what Berlusconi represents, you don't have to limit yourself to these stereotypes that we, ha we have seen so far. There are other reasons behind that. There are specific contingencies, and there are also deeply rooted factors that come from far away, that come from uh, uh, from the past years in, in Italian, from centuries, let's say, let, let's put this way, uh, behind the, 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 the political adventure of, of Berlusconi. So which are the specific contingencies that you have to take in mind when you talk about Berlusconi? And very often we forget which the, uh, the specific contingencies that make the uh, Berlusconi adventure uh, possible. Uh, First of all, 1992 clean hands bribery city uh, experience. That means that uh, Tangentopoli, uh, Mani Pulite, bribery city, the corruption that uh, erupted in Italy in 1992 and uh, that uh, caused 
the disappearance of all the Italian political parties. That, this is my starting point. 1992-1993, the Italian political system underwent a very dramatic change. Bribery city, clean hands, a lot of politicians were arrested, a lot of politicians left the stage, the old political parties that ruled Italy for almost, for almost more than 50 years, from the end of, of the Second World War up to 1992, disappeared. Christian democracy, the majority party disappeared, Socialist Party disappeared, the other coalition parties within the majority coalition disappeared as well, and also uh, the fall of the Berlin Wall. The Communist Party in 1993 changed its name. From Communist Party, it became uh, the, the Socialist Democratic Party, Partito Democratico della Sinistra. Uh, that means that even the Communist Party, in some way, that the Communist Party was, that was just a little bit involved with the corruption process and so on, with the corruption events of 1992-1993, but nevertheless, because of the, the, the change in the, the, in the international landscape, changed its name. It's not, a, it's not just a topic of, it's not just an issue of changing name, but an issue of uh, abandoning uh, the old ideological, ideologic, ideological roots uh, beyond the adventure, beyond the idea of a communist party. So, contingencies. 1992, the disappearance of all political parties, all the old political parties, and also the communist party that still existed in 1994 and even later, changed its name. So, at the middle of the 90s, Italian uh, political society underwent a very dramatic shift. And Berlusconi and Forza Italia, his party, you have to place Berlusconi and his party within, within uh, the 1994 political market. Uh, I'm using, uh, in a way, in a very trivial uh, way, the idea of political market. That means that in 1994, for the first time in Italy, there was a political market. What means political market? Citizens, voters, looking for a party to vote for. Up to 1993, there was a very deeply rooted, what political scientists call affiliation vote. That means people voted always for the same party. Years after years, people voted always for Christian Democracy, Socialist Party. There was a, some sort of very uh, religious, very ideological links between political parties and voters. In 1994, new political elections, voters did not find anymore their own party on the ballot, because those parties were disappeared were cancelled by clean hands and bribery city process. So there was a real 
I repeat, trivial use of the word market, a real political market. That means people, voters, were looking for the party, for a party to vote, because the party they were used to vote did not exist there anymore. More exactly, there was a vacuum because of bribery city, because of clean hands, there was a vacuum at the center of Italian political spectrum. Because all the parties that were seated at the center of Italian political spectrum, that means Christian democracy, Socialist Party, Socialist Democratic Party, had disappeared. And people who were used to vote, always, who had, had been used to vote for years for the same party, did not find anymore their own party on the piece of paper they were supposed to write their vote. And this is the dramatic shift within which you have to place the political adventure of, uh, of Berlusconi. So, a vacuum at the center of Italian political spectrum. This is where you have to place Berlusconi and it's a political adventure. Which the instruments that Berlusconi used to, uh, to, to, to get into the political, the, political, uh, the political arena? A new party, Forza Italia, that he established thanks to market research. This may appear very stupid, uh, but this is a very important issue. Up to 1994, for instance, market research was not applied in Italy, was not applied in political life in Italy, because there, were, there was no need to know what voters felt, what, what voters felt, because they were used to vote always for the same party. When there is a market, when there are people looking for who I vote for, at that point, Berlusconi used market research to understand where people were standing, what people were looking for. In 1994, for the first time, survey research made uh, its entrance into the political arena in Italy. Before 1994, market research was not used at all. Uh, so the first instrument was a, an instrument coming directly from business culture, market research. Of course, television ownership. He used a lot in 1994, not anymore, not after 1994, but in 1994, of course, Berlusconi used a lot his own television to run his campaign. The fact that he was the, the owner, he was, as we said at the beginning, the media mogul was an important factor within his political adventure. But mostly, it's not the fact that he was the owner of, Berlu of uh, the, uh, its own television, but the fact that uh, he was able, he represented, and we'll see later on, television culture. He deeply understood television culture. The other political, the Italian political leaders of those years were not used to understand what political culture, what television culture means, what television culture means for politics. Where the, 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 the other politicians were completely uh, far away from the, 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 the culture of television that instead Berlusconi represented himself. 
in some way. Other deeply rooted factors, as a way, contingencies, but also to understand Berlusconi, you have to think of an elite press. Around five, five million copies of daily sold every day, which is very low. Italian political culture was already a television political culture. That means voters did not get very news from the print press that had a very low circulation, but from television. Television was already the main public agenda setter. When Berlusconi entered the political arena, because of the low diffusion, the low circulation of print press, television had already an important place within Italian culture, within Italian political culture. Television was already the main agenda setter. It was not Berlusconi that invented television as an agenda setter, but television was already there. was already there as the main instrument through which people got their news, their information on the society, because of the low circulation of, uh, uh, of print press. That is a, a very, rooted, very well rooted tradition in Italian political culture. Also, a long tradition of partisan journalism. Berlusconi did not invent Emilio Fede, the other, uh, the other political journalists close to him, but Italian journalism has always been a very partisan journalism, even before Berlusconi. And if you want to understand Berlusconi, and if you want to understand Forza Italia and the political adventure of Berlusconi, you have to think of a very well-rooted tradition of Italian political journalism. The overlapping between politics and journalism that comes from far away. And it's not something that Berlusconi invented, was already there a long and very well-rooted tradition of overlapping between politics and mass media. And after 1980, a mixture, the 1980s is an important period for, not just for Italy, but for entire uh, European society, the, what Jay Blumler calls the, the, the commercial delage. Uh, the commercial delage, that means the transformation from a society based on public television service towards a society, a media society based on commercialization of, of media, commercializ commercialization of uh, television. And commercialization in Italy mixed together with the previous partisanship. So starting with 1994, with 1994, starting with 1980, we had a mix of savage commercialization together with a very well-rooted tradition of partisan media, media system. Contingencies and deeply rooted factors. But here my lecture starts. In my view, there is something else. Uh, there is something else. Uh, now, I, I shall use two different statements. These are long statements uh, that I invite you to read, because they are uh, contradictory statements. 
coming from, uh, in some way, Peter Dahlgren and uh, uh, Jones, uh, the new politics is marked by lack of commitment to traditional institutions, such as political parties, labor unions, and civic associations. Yet composed of temporary alliances around issues and values linked to everyday life, the importance of everyday life, the abandoning of the old ideological factors that were ruling political society, the disappearance of ideology on one way and the birth of the importance of everyday life such as morality, identity and worldview. This alliance can be associated with new social movements, environmentalism, ethical treatment of animals, identity politics, race, sexuality, gender, but, all, but are generally ones that offer more individualistic forms of expression. This is the important point I want to stress. More individualistic forms of expression. Fall the end of ideology, everyday life, and individualistic forms. So, new form of politics. And uh, against this view, there is the view coming from Norberto Bobbio, the, the important uh, the, the, the Italian philosopher that most of you uh, whom most of you will know, in 1994, on uh, an Italian uh, journal, Reset, he wrote a piece titled The Left in the Era of Karaoke. The Left in the Era of Karaoke. This was a piece written in 1994. And, uh, and Bobbio says, the society that has been created by television is naturaliter, a rightist society. It's the society of Sanremo music, festivals, sport, television ads, Pippo Baudo, Mike Bongiorno, beautiful, and so on. It is not Berlusconi who won. It is the society that this mass media organization have created that won. This is the society that enjoys to look at stupid families sitting around a table celebrating either this or that product. So what Jones and Peter Dargan say, but many others say, that there are new forms of politics built around individualistic forms, built around values of everyday life. And on the other side, we have uh, Norberto Bobbio that states this is a rightist society. And you have to place the Berlusconi adventures between these two contradictory views and new forms of politics, individualism, lifestyle politics, everyday life politics, and on the other side, what, what Norbio and Bobbio says, this is a right society built by television. So what I am discussing with you is you have to place Berlusconi and this political adventure between these two contradictory views. New politics, and on the other side, yes, new politics, but this is a rightist politics. What is the new politics? I see in the new politics three main changes. Commodification of politics. This is not my expression, it's a expression coming from uh, 
British scholars, Jean Mardock and many others have talked about uh, commodification of politics. Lifestyle politics and televised politics. In, a way, in some way, what Berlusconi represents is commodification of politics, lifestyle politics, and televised politics. I'll try now to explain with pictures, and here comes my, uh, how to say, light part of my presentation, uh, what these three changes may represent. But I don't think that Berlusconi is alone. This, this very interesting book written by a British historian, a specialist of Italian history, Paul Gisborg, when he writes the book on Berlusconi, he, he, he clearly states that Berlusconi may represent the future of politics for the Western world. Is it true? Uh, this is something that we have to, to see, but of course, my idea I agree with Gisborg that Berlusconi is not alone. Berlusconi has many other... There's a, an interesting book that came out a couple of years ago by Pierre Mousseau, and the title of this book is Sarco Berlusconismo. It's a French book that has been translated into Italian. I don't know if it has been translated into English. The title is Sarco Berlusconismo. That means a mixture of Sarkozy on one side and Berlusconi on, on the other side. And I shall use a lot of pictures of, of Sarkozy because there are similarities between the political adventure of Sarkozy and the political adventure of Berlusconi. And another time it comes back uh, Bobbio, both are rightist persons. Is new politics just rightist politics? This is the most important question mark that we have to work with. So Berlusconi is not alone, in my, in my view. I have to control my time. Berlusconi is not alone, in my view, but also his political adventure has to be placed, is deeply rooted into, within the political culture of the country. So, if on one side I'm trying to tell you that Berlusconi may have many followers, but on the other side I have to admit that the political adventure of Berlusconi is possible probably just within the Italian political and cultural context. Uh, so, another time, a contradictory view, a model of politics for the 21st century or just uh, an expression of Italian political culture? Question mark, another, uh, another time. Now, let's go into commodification of politics, uh, lifestyle politics and televised politics. I'm using, starting with now, just pictures, uh, so I, 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 my, this last part of my presentation will be very trivial and very, and very light in, in some way. Commodification of politics. Many of, you will, many of you will recognize this wonderful villa. This is Villa Certosa. It's the, uh, the place where Berlusconi is supposed to live in Sardinia. Rich, rich people, wealthy, who in this room will not like to live there. Please. <laughs> One, two, three. 
Are you sure that you will not like to be a... I mean, uh, you have to be sincere. Are you sure that you will not like to be there? And then this is, this is the, the, the image that we see every moment. Here, the Prime Minister live. Richness, wealth, having good time, sea, sea resort, swimming, the idea of consumption, Sardinia. Sardinia is the place where rich people, but not just rich people, go, would like to go. Commodification of politics. And again, this is the famous picture. Don't forget that Berlusconi wore this bandana together with, uh, with Tony Blair and uh, Cherry Blair just confessed uh, on Italian uh, current affair program that Tony told her stay close to Berlusconi because I don't want to be featured close to Berlusconi because otherwise in Great Britain I will be destroyed. But, ban <laughs> but bandana, what means bandana? Young people having fun. Uh, rock, music, another time. Everything which is rooted in commodification, in consumption. Politics overlaps with consumption. I told you, uh, teenagers, you remember who is this guy? Uh, Topolanek, Czech Prime Minister having wonderful time in Villa Certosa. So Berlusconi is not alone. There are other political leaders who like to do what Berlusconi is able, can do in his own villa. Taking, getting sunshine, swimming. This is overlapping between consumption, commodification of politics. Politics, uh, in this view, completely uh, forget the, the ideological values of, uh, of the previous time, assuming on itself new values, which, uh, which are the values of, uh, of, uh, of commodification. But uh, this is more serious. Uh, the, the, the best example of a commodification of politics comes from Publitalia and Forza Italia. Oh, okay. Uh, can I go up to 10 yes. past 7? Yes. Okay. Even 15. Even 15. No, Very 10 true. past 7 is fine. Okay. Publitalia. Publitalia is the, let's put simply, it's the uh, advertising company of Berlusconi. Uh, the, 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 the power to affect people, in effect, does not come from television but from the ownership of Publitalia. The advertising company controlling advertising revenues for most of Italian media system. When in 1994, at the beginning of 1994, Berlusconi established the new party, Forza Italia, what he does, 
he asked most of his managers, most of the officials within Publitalia organization to move from the agency company into the new established structure of a party. Officials leave Publitalia and move into the new established party. What they bring into the new established party, the culture of an advertising company, commodification of politics. The, 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 the culture of selling television airtime goes into the new established political party. And there is a very important, uh, this is a friend of mine actually, uh, person uh, that very well represents this overlapping between politics and uh, advertising. It's not just the fact that Berlusconi owns the television, but the fact that he transfers the, 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 the culture of the, the advertising company into the political parties. Uh, Gianni Pilo. Gianni Pilo was the head of uh, advertising, of, uh, of, no, sorry. Uh, Gianni Pino was the head of uh, of research department of uh, Forza Italia, of uh, Publitalia. Was the head of research department of uh, Publitalia. And he moved into Forza Italia where he became the head of research department of uh, Forza Italia. So the culture of carrying on survey research for an advertising agency, for an advertising company, directly goes into the structure, into the culture of uh, the new established political parties. This is a, 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 the, the most dramatic, uh, the most dramatic uh, sign, the most dramatic indicator of commodification of politics. The business culture that was ruling Publitalia directly goes into the culture through which Berlusconi rules his own party. Lifestyle politics. People don't talk anymore of ideology, of political values. Berlusconi and people like Berlusconi talk as Everybody talks in everyday life in Italy. In Italy, not just in Italy. Joking, making jokes, everyday life. You remember this is a famous picture coming from a famous G8 meeting. <laughs> uh, it's not Berlusconi uh, in, in his own family, but probably Berlusconi was at that point with Tony Blair, uh, George Bush and many others, and it talks, it talks every day. It talks the life of every day. It does what people do in, every, in their own everyday life, at least in Italy. But not just in Italy, I'm sure about that. So the, 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 the way in which everyday life is conducted becomes the way in which politics is conducted, at least by Berlusconi. But just from Berlusconi, 
eh? Sarkozy and Carla, where are they? What most of us would like to go, where most of us, of us would like to be. Tourism in Egypt or in Petra, like this everyday life. My wife is not, I don't remember if this is the son of Carlos, the son of, the, of Sarkozy, but having, performing as most of us will perform in, uh, in everyday life. Uh, I have to thank Brousey for something that in other times uh, gives us an idea. This is a long statement that comes from the times of a year ago. And it's not a, a, about Berlusconi, but it's about Sarkozy. Julie Imperiali, 26 years, comes to give Nicola Sarkozy's workout, applying her patent method to make him stretch, sweat and run, putting the president in touch with the pelvic floor. This is not Berlusconi, it's Sarkozy. Imperiali says that in the 10 months she had helped Sarkozy, a teetotal chocolate addict, to drop the nearly 4 kilos and 2 trousers size. His body has radically changed, she says. He is a dream pupil. He is always ready and motivated. Her method focusing on the perineal muscles at the bottom of her pelvis not only improves posture and delivers a healthier body and mind, but it also improves the sex lives of all her clients, imperiali claims. Another time, probably she's an uh, imperial or imperiali, uh, uh, high smithy, but she's an Italian another time, helping Sarkozy doing something that probably uh, most of people uh, we like to do. So, uh, <laughs> lifestyle, the way in which life, everyday life is conducted, become, become the, 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 uh, the way in which pol politics is conducted. And here, Great Britain, UK, uh, you remember this picture, it's not clear, no, this is not, uh, you remember the, who is this? This is the first day in down in ten number ten Downing Street of Cherry Blair, she gets up in the in the morning and she opens the door, getting flowers that some admirers sent her. Uh, something that is, is unusual. The first lady opening the door of number ten Downing Street and being pictured as that everyday life. Lifestyle politics, the sport, the sport substitutes political values, at least in Berlusconi adventures. Sports, what most of Italians talk about in everyday life, become a political value, a value in which people can identify themselves, at least, as I said, in Italian in Italian culture. And this is a very nice picture of the next one that gives a very good idea of uh, what lifestyle politics. This is something that uh, 
most of Italians, at least of Italians, will do when they look at a nice <laughs> woman. Huh? It's not just to laugh, but the fact is that this is what people will do. How nice you are. This is what Berlusconi is telling. Everyday life. Okay, I'm closing now. Televised politics. I don't have images of Berlusconi about televised politics because it would be too easy. But don't forget what Bill did when he started his political adventure. Eh? Playing saxophone on a famous current affair television program. And he started his political career, uh, so the importance of television in transmitting not just images, but also, also values. I imagine that there are Italians and they will recognize this politician. Uh, this was a minister, the minister of justice in the, in the uh, Prodi government. Uh, and uh, uh, actually, uh, let me tell you that I've been looking for months uh, for a different image. The image of uh, uh, D'Alema, uh, the communist leader, preparing a risotto in the most famous uh, uh, current affair program. But I didn't find the, the picture of uh, D'Alema, and instead, I found the, the image of uh, this uh, uh, of this person, per, uh, prime minister, uh, prime minister, minister of justice in the Prodi government. So, in some way, not just rightist person, but at least at that moment, uh, a, a leftist person, member of the Prodi center-left government in uh, in Italy. So. 12 past 7, almost a perfect on time. Uh, in my view, there are, there are more dramatic changes behind the political adventure of Berlusconi. Uh, there are specific contingencies. There are political factors that come from far away from centuries ahead, but also there are novelties, more dramatic novelties, an overlapping of politics and consumption, an overlapping between politics and everyday life, and the important role of television. Berlusconi represented these overlappings in a, in a wonderful way, but probably it's not just Berlusconi. There can be other political adventures. There, are can, there can be other political uh, experiences that copy what Berlusconi has already done uh, in Italian political life. I think that uh, the three changes don't uh, regard just Italy, commodification, lifestyle, politics, and television, but are common changes that, uh, in a way or another, in different ways, maybe, that will affect most of our Western uh, societies.
Thank you. Thank you very much, uh, Professor Mantini, for your very interesting and engaging uh, presentation. I'm, I'm sure we will remember it. Um, before starting at the question time, I just would like to announce that we do have a reception after your questions, and it's on the eighth floor of this building, and you are all uh, very welcome, so please join us. Uh, and then I have been given very um, kind of um, detailed instructions um, before we start this question time that I, I'm supposed to remind you that rather than de delivering your own lecture, you are supposed to ask a question. <laughs> so I think um, what um, LSC wants you to do is that um, you ask questions that are rather short. Um, and then uh, you shouldn't just stand up and ask your question, but you should wait for the microphone. And I think there are, what, three or two of them going around. So please um, don't start um, before the microphone uh, arrives. So um, I'm going to be very, very um, democratic, hopefully, um, and start from uh, there. And, and please, um, if I seem to ignore you, so please just be persistent so that I, I see you. Um. Uh, good evening, my name is Luca Schiavoni. Uh, so if I got your argument, um, you say that the personalization of politics is something that goes beyond the Italian case and is like spreading all over the world in, in several ways. But my question is, uh, how long can it last in countries which have uh, different features uh, from, from Italy? And I'm asking this because my view is that uh, we have a certain tendency to favor personalism. It was Mussolini and then Craxi with different, with different, uh, in different ways and different characteristics. And, and now we have Berlusconi and we could have someone else who is like, taking advantage of a way to personalize politics. And as you remembered, we always had uh, partisan press, uh, uh, quite heavy control of uh, politics over television via the lottizzazione of the public service broadcasting and all these peculiar features. So my question is, do you think uh, this can be something that lasts long in other countries like the UK or France where we have Sarkozy? Thank you. Shall I answer? The two, the, what are the LSE rules? <laughs> <laughs> Let's break the rules. I think we have two ways to do it. Either that you answer every question after. Tell me. Okay. Shall so, I answer? Yeah, yes. Why don't you? Okay. No. Uh, in part I agree with you. In part I completely disagree. Uh, personalization is, is, is not new at all. Personalization of politics is something that uh, you find all over the world. Uh, the, what makes the difference is the way in which uh, personalization works. Uh, the last issue of Time magazine had uh, the first page was about Angela Merkel. It's not personal, and uh, Angela Merkel represented in Time magazine. 
the, not just the problem of uh, the problems of, uh, of Germany, they, but the problems of Europe. So personalization is something that you have uh, that is the new politics, but it has already been the new politics since many years, uh, starting with the United States. Uh, uh, Tony Blair, of course, is a, 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 a many UK scholars have been working on personalization of politics uh, with Tony Blair, Sarkozy, of course, uh, and many others. So personalization is something that you find everywhere in the world. The fact is that Berlusconi represents a particular way of personalized politics. This has to be related to the Italian culture. This is what I say. It is something that you find everywhere, but probably with these values, with these particular images, with these particular, uh, how to say, uh, factors, is something that is deeply rooted in Italian society. But personalization is a tendency of our Western democracies. We like or not, but this is. The fact is that Italian personalization of politics took the form of Berlusconi. Okay, and then we had there, over there, yes, you. Um, and could you please introduce yourself? Uh, hello, everyone. I'm Anita, I'm from Italy. Um, and I'd like to ask you two questions. Uh, the first one is, um, you presented a scenario from 1994, and I'm just wondering whether something has changed uh, in more than a decade. And second question is, um, you uh, should, um, that new movements and new cleavages uh, are um, into the society. But Berlusconi don't, don't really follow uh, any of um, the new movements. There is um, pretty uh, little about, for example, environmental issues in its politics. So um, I, I don't really agree with that sentence. Could you just give me your point of view? Thanks. Uh, something has changed. Of course, something has changed. But the uh, uh, political scientists use this expression, uh, political market as structural or not. I would say that, yes, after 1994, the Italian political market has assumed a new structure. This is what has changed. And this means that Berlusconi took the place of a center of a political spectrum. So he, in 1994, he tried to enter the center. What has changed, yes, is that, yes, he succeeded in filling the center of Italian political spectrum that is now has assumed a new structure and Forza Italia and Berlusconi filled the vacuum that was built in 1994. Now, a, a new movement. Uh, let's put this way. Uh, there are different choices. There are, there are different possibilities. 
environmentalism, uh, health care, uh, whatever you like, new values, which be are becoming new political values. But there can be other values, as though represented by Berlusconi. Values that are not rooted in the previous political ideology. The attention towards the environment was not rooted in previous politics, in the politics of 19th and 20th century. was not based there. It's something new. On a different political side, there are new values that are being represented by Berlusconi. Of course, they are not the values of, of uh, defense of environment or other values. They have different ones. But the fact is that the old ideological, political values that were moving the last century's politics had disappeared. This is my point. Now there can be leftist values or rightist values, but the old one the old ones don't exist anymore. A new politics that is based on individualism, of course, and personalization and identification with single uh, politicians, based on values which are not the values of last century politics. Okay. We had another question up there, and then we come down here. Um, hi, my name is Federica, and um, I wanted to ask about politics in Italy beyond Berlusconi, in the sense that um, now that in the past five years, I would say, internet has become pivotal in the spread of information in Italy as well. Um, my question is, how is that going to replace televised politics now that politicians are not going to be able to go in the most famous current affairs program, make a risotto, and win a couple of thousand votes? How is the internet going to influence that sort of dynamics? Is okay, it going uh, to? Very easy question. Because tomorrow I will be together with uh, Terry in discussing uh, in Oxford uh, a research on journalism. And uh, this research, I have a paper down there, uh, clearly states that internet is not diffused in Italy. Unfortunately, this is the situation. It's not diffused at all, or as a very low diffusion. It's not important as in other countries. So my view is that so far, internet has not been able, so far, has not been able to change Italian politics. There are new, new, new occasions, new examples, but so far they have not been able to change the way in which politics has been run in Italy so far. So is there any way that it is predicted that it will change? It depends on the diffusion of internet. It depends, but so far, uh, this research clearly states uh, the relationship between internet and Italian journalists. And Italian journalists say that, no, we are not affected by internet. Uh, because the circulation of the internet is very low in Italy. So, so far, it's not affected. Will affect, of course. I hope that it will affect. Which way? Don't ask me. Yes, yeah, yeah. Let's, um, let's have a question from the front row, yeah. Um, where is, could you please? 
My name is Mr. Bonfa. Um, uh, I want to ask this question. Um, what do you mean by, let's say, a new model of politics in the 21st century? For me, I mean, the new model is, uh, for example, the approach that you described just now as reaction in Italy is developing now more, let's say, territorial approach. We have a leg of the north, we have a southern part of Italy wants to have a more inside the territorial issue. They want to a decentralization approach. They want to manage their own territory. I think this is the new model that brings in the future, also in the European Union. And if you can see, this is a quite successful model in other countries. They try to copy this. Thank you. I agree that there can be different models of politics. Of course, the, the centralized politics represented by the mass parties, this idea. The centralized politics represented, that identified itself in our traditional mass parties, is finished, is over. There can be new model of politics represented by commodification, lifestyle politics, but again, lifestyle politics. Uh, think of uh, Lega Nord. Lega Nord is a territorial party, and you are right, but very much based on everyday life. Completely forgetting, completely abandoning big ideological values that were the values at the base of mass parties built on those social cleavages that were dividing our European countries in the, previous, in the previous centuries. Those cleavages that were the basis of uh, our mass parties have finished. A new model of parties, a new model of politics can be built on commodification politics, environmentalism, lifestyle politics, territorial basis, but there could be, there will be a new model of politics completely different from the politics represented by our traditional mass parties. Communist Party, Christian Democrat, Socialist Party, Labour Party, Liberal Party. They will leave floor to new model of politics. There's a gentleman over there. Too many. <laughs> Too many, but uh, there's somebody who has been very <laughs> persistent. Uh, my name is Ilaria Filippi, I'm a solicitor and I'm also representative of the People of Freedom's Party in the UK. Can you speak louder, please? Uh, my name is Ilaria Filippi, I'm a solicitor here in the UK, I'm also a representative of the People of Freedom Party here in the United Kingdom. Um, I agree with you that there is such thing as televised or lifestyle politics, but certainly this is not just a problem for Berlusconi. Um, and the thing that I wanted to ask was this. Isn't it a bit superficial to assume that people vote for a political party solely on the basis of watching, as you say, stupid television, television show? There are many issues that people care about. As you say, for example, the Northern League is a party that deals with issues, yes, of everyday life. This is what people are interested in. I mean, they're not going to vote for some high ideal. I mean, maybe they're voting because they're worried about the economy, about uh, immigration, about social security, about... There could be many issues, but I mean, what is, the, what is wrong, with, in a way, with lifestyle politics, if you, if you, if you could call it that way? Um, and also, yes, I mean, 
Do you really believe that people only vote for a party on the basis that there is such thing as televised politics or the personalization of uh, Berlusconi? Um, I mean, many pe people vote for a party for many, many different reasons. Uh, you know, their, their family background, uh, it could be uh, views on different issues, the environment, the economy, foreign policy. Thank you. May uh, I interrupt you and, and just um, give Professor Mancini a chance to answer? Uh, I, don't, I don't see why do we have to disagree with you. Yes, it is possible. Uh, but uh, at least if you ask Italian voters, there are the main reasons they vote for Berlusconi. There are other reasons that they don't state clearly. Of course, Berlusconi represents also uh, taxation, a particular way to, 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 to deal with the issue of, of taxation, uh, a new way of dealing with welfare state democracy, of course. But also the way in which Berlusconi has been able to change at least the political discourse in Italy. This is what I want to stress <coughs> with you. There's a question in the middle there, gentlemen, yes. Good evening, yeah. Professor Mancini. My name is Umberto Maccari. I have a question. Uh, more no. Could you speak Sorry, a yeah. bit Don't you think that at the roots of the success of uh, Berlusconi's uh, political campaign, there's a lack of strength in the opposition party in Italy? Basically, in 1994, he was able to create this party, Forza Italia, out of nowhere, whilst the left uh, wing was fragmented in various different uh, regional parties or idealistic parties, like the Communist Party, Margherita, Lulivo, and they never had one identity, whilst Berlusconi really had no, no rival in his, in his right, uh, in, in the right wing. And then basically, this leads on to my next question, and I don't really see this in, in the other countries in Europe. I see much, much more, uh, there's, there's the Democrats and the, sorry, the, there's the Labour Party in England, and the Conservative Party, and the same in the States, with the Democrats and the Republicans. So there's more of a one-on-one -on -one, uh, fight for the elections. Whilst in Italy, he really had no pure uh, opposition, one person. There were too many, too many parties which had no, no percentage, basically. So there was a lack of opposition, of the strength of the opposition. So this means, what I mean is, basically abroad, there can't be such a success because he would be destroyed by, by the opposing party. Uh, I prefer to answer this question, uh, because this is an important question. Actually, it's a very Italian question. Uh, <laughs> that means, uh, I did hear your name, but I guess you are Italian. Uh, uh, I completely agree with you. Uh, on one side, there is the strength of Berlusconi, the fact in which, the way in which he represented, at least in my view, this new idea of new politics. On the other side, unfortunately, you have a very divided opponent uh, that has not been able uh, to give uh, people a unitary image, a unitary view. But also, uh, there is a contradictory reading of this. And that is that 
the new politics represented by Berlusconi is a simplification of politics. It's a very simple, it's, it is a very, how to say, trivial politics. While on the other side, there is still an image or also a real politics which is based on discussion, which is based on argumentation. And of course, if you discuss, if you argue, you are not able to give a simplified view. So, yes, you are right. But don't forget that not being able to give a simplified image of politics means that there there is discussion, that there there is debate, and it's good for democracy also. So, yes, I agree with you, but also I cannot forget that the way in which I have dealt with new politics, it's a very simplified view of politics, while on the other side, democracy needs not just simplification, it needs simplification, but also needs debate and discussion. And in the new model of politics that I have been discussing with you, the space for discussion and debate is very limited. Okay, um, before taking more questions, let's ask Professor Mancini, how many questions would you like to answer? LSE LS rules. <laughs> Up to you, the decision. Okay, it's um, 7.37. Okay. Um, could, could I um, suggest that um, we bundle the questions and you keep your questions very, very short, like one-sentence questions. So, um, I'm um, very curious about Sonia, I have to, okay. I have to confess. So, Professor Livingstone. <laughs> Good evening. Good. My no. name is Adrian Bagley. Very short question. Uh, excuse me? Very, very, very short question. Oh, okay. um, in, you say in your lecture in 1992-93 there was a complete change in the Italian political system as a result of corruption and the exposure of corruption. Can you explain to us why it is that you have a leader of Italy now, Berlusconi, who is intimately linked with exactly the same characteristic? Uh, you know, may I, may I be not nice. Uh, this is a biased view. Okay, uh, you're right. But also, uh, Berlusconi has been able, even if he was involved with all politics, and he was involved with, but he has been able to give of himself the image of novelty. This was the, 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 the reason of his success in 1994. News. I'm the new. I'm the new thing against the old politics. People were tired with corruption, with old politics, and he appeared, and he was able to give of himself the idea of I am something completely outside of, of the old politics. Even if, in some way, but it was not, a, this is why I say this, 
your question was biased, because he was not involved with politics. He was paying politicians, probably yes. Did he pay political parties be before 1994? Probably yes, mm -hmm. but on the side of entrepreneurship, not on the side of uh, another political person. Those, so this is why he was able to give of himself the idea of the image of something outside of old politics. Because even if he was involved with politicians, but he was not a political actor, he was an entrepreneur. And he gave himself the idea, he gave a, can I go a little bit, okay. New, entrepreneurship, efficiency, sport. These are the four elements of his success in 1994. So, and something completely outside of the old Italian politics of 1994, even if he had something to do with that old politics. Okay, gentlemen over there, and then Professor Livingstone. <laughs> and please keep your question short, and please introduce yourself. Yeah, sure. My name is Vincenzo Zaccarini. I'm a representative of the Freedom Party of Berlusconi in Great Britain. The question is to you, Professor, is why do you believe that 48% of the Italian people don't know what they're doing and don't know how to vote, and somehow they're influenced by television and newspapers? Excuse me, can you repeat that again? The question is why do you think 48% of the Italian people are influenced by television and newspapers and they cannot think for themselves? I'm not sure I can. Uh, why 40 uh, uh, Yes. Why do you think this 48% are influenced only by television and newspapers? Don't you think that is. No, no, I'm not saying that. No, no, I'm not. Please, don't struggle, child. No, I'm not saying that, uh, but of course, uh, uh, television is important, mass media are important. I mean, uh, this is very normal. Uh, uh, this is why I'm not able to understand your question. Okay. No, no, Sonia, next question, please. Sonia, this is your chance. Okay. Yes. Okay, uh, quiet. Silence, please. Silence, please. Um, well, I think, I think um, maybe I'll try and switch the um, focus. I, I have a question which, in fact, isn't about um, politics or about Italy, um, if I may, but about the media. And I'm trying to think um, in this, in your talk, um, what, what um, now could be done or what now should be done in terms of um, regulation of media ownership or um, uh, education of journalists? Um, what might you say to those of us in other countries um, uh, in terms of... Uh, there, is, there is clearly a critique in your talk of the relation between the media and politics, and I'm just wondering if you want to offer some recommendations from the media point of view. Uh, this is too, too difficult question. Uh, something that I didn't touch at all, but the big issue is property concentration, of course. Uh, the issue is pluralism. 
and, uh, and of course, uh, the fact is that this is something that I didn't say so far. Uh, if there is, there is a lack in Italian society right now, it's uh, a legislation on uh, the concentration of property in media field. And therefore, uh, legislation in favor of uh, a larger political pluralism. Of course, this is a big issue. Uh, but this is a completely different issue. Uh, in some way, I would say that, yes, this is the biggest issue as to uh, media field. At least in Italy. It's not a problem of education, but it's the problem of which kind of legislation you need to limit the concentration of, uh, uh, of media in the hands of uh, one single person. This is, my, in my view, the, 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 the biggest question. I can see at least 10 people are wanting to ask a question, and I think uh, Professor Mancini has been answering our questions for the last half an hour or so, so maybe we take one final question. I have to remind you that the LSE rules tell us that we have to stop at 7.45, one minute. One minute, okay. This no, will okay. be a very Go short ahead. question. The shortest ever, please. And then we finish, and then we have the party. Hello. I'm Marco, I just want to say, I agree with you when, um, when you talk about lifestyle, lifestyle politics and personalized politics. Um, I just want to say, don't you think that while other European leaders draw the line between their private life and what they do in private uh, and politics itself, Berlusconi does not seem to understand uh, the, the difference between what he does in private and what is politics. It's just as if it were, you know, a, a show of his own, the host of his own show, and he doesn't care. Uh, what the parliament says, what the constitution says, and that's, I mean, that's a big difference, don't you think? I mean, the pic sorry, just a tiny, the pictures you, you took from uh, Sarkozy and other leaders were from their private lives, while Berlusconi acts in that way in the European parliament, in, uh, in, in, the, in, in, in Italian parliament, and in many other official settings. No, uh, I don't agree with you. Uh, Sarkozy did not act in private life. The image that Sarkozy, uh, of Sarkozy, came from uh, a public appearance of the, uh, Sarkozy. Also, Cherry Blair was not something that, uh, was not by chance that the photographer was there. Of course, it was built, it was organized. So, no, I disagree with you. The fact is that Berlusconi, and this is the, 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 the issue of my, the main issue of my presentation. It's not the fact that he, made, he makes mistakes, no. That he confused private life and pu public life, no. It's the fact is that there is this dramatic overlapping between private life and public life. That the separation that we were used to have between private life and public life does not exist anymore. It's not, those are not mistakes. And these are not bad or good. I know what I mean, this is not evaluation. But the fact is that the separation between 
the familiar landscape, the private landscape, and the public la and the public landscape does not exist anymore. And Berlusconi has been able to run this lack of of separation in a wonderful way, much better than other politicians have done. I don't. The fact is different. Uh, a question that I would expect is. Berlusconi would be possible in Germany. No, but not because they don't make uh, they, 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 they they take private and public life separately, but because German culture is different. German political culture is different. Italian political culture is close to Berlusconi and to what Berlusconi does and performs in public life. Thank you. I'm so sorry. We have to simply uh, finish now, but let's thank our speaker once more. <laughs>